drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Good evening for us, Brett. Hello, everybody. Uh, and in case I don't see you, fuck good off. Good morning, good <laughs> afternoon, and I'm off out of here, out through the sky wall. In case I don't see ya, deal with it. Yeah. In case I don't see ya, I think a lot of don't, people are Don't happy. imprison me. Yeah. Anyway, we are, if you haven't guessed by the title of this episode, reviewing The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is an iconic quote from the movie. Yeah. If you didn't get that, go back and watch the movie. Yeah. Or if you're not a movie watcher and you found this podcast, find our other podcast, Two Out of Three Recommend. Yes. Because we talk less about movies then. And less spoilers. Slightly. <laughs> less spoilers about movies. Because each week we uh, review a movie, a classic movie, and deep dive into the storytelling and the cultural and cinematic impact of that movie. Mm. It is 1998's Truman Show, which means it is the 25th anniversary. Yep. Which I haven't heard a lot of fuss about. No. Which is interesting. So we will start some fuss yeah. by talking about it for an hour. But before we do, you have brought a cocktail. Look, it's not, as if you can see, it's not just eggs. It's not it just, just looks like eggs. Eggs and orange juice. Um, <laughs> it's call, We're calling it a Truman Burbank. Okay. Uh, because a Burbank is apparently a cocktail, and this has a slight twist on it. Yeah. So it has orange juice, maple syrup, bourbon, and... Lime cordial, lime juice, and, and an, an egg. egg. Yeah. Don't know about the ratios, so we'll see, because it does look eggy. Yes. And orange juicy. But I'm glad for the maple syrup because we are not bourbon fans. Yeah, and also I think we have a couple of rules with cocktails, which is like no dairy. Yeah. After this, we might say no eggs. So we'll, we'll just... find out. We'll find out. All right, so that's it. The quantities of the Truman Burbank are on our socials. Don't cheers because you'll spill. Yeah, cheers. We're going to taste it. That's actually... That's okay. It's actually not too bad. Yeah, it has. It does have an interesting mouthfeel, which I think is what you're coping with at the moment. You know what it, no, you know what it is, though? My palate yep. um, went orange juice, bourbon, orange juice. Yeah. Orange juice, bourbon, orange juice. Oh, it's thick like an egg. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a sipping cocktail, but, I, you know, I'd give it a two and a half. I could give it a three. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, as we've said before with previous cocktails, a la The Godfather. Mm. Maybe better. <laughs> Maybe better. better than the bottle of Jack Daniels I found in the back of the yeah. pantry. Yeah. Although, but doable. Like, and different, something different, different ingredients. In we terms used of before. bourbon to put in a cocktail, I feel like Jim Beam and Jack Daniels are fine. It's not bad. Um, something different. It doesn't have pineapple juice this week. So yeah. there yeah. we go. But we Although, did get a free juice. <laughs> we didn't go there. too far. I was tempted to uh, finish off the tropical punch from I was last gonna, week. If it wasn't as full, I was going to try, like, look at the camera 
And sell it like Laura Linney. Oh, sell it like Laura but, Linney. We're using this great Bickford's lime juice cordial. Yeah. She's great at that. She's very good in this. Um, yeah, she is very good. I do like Laura Linney a lot. Um, before we go off on tangents, let's go through the story of The Truman Show. Okay. It's a great movie mm-hmm. and it's a great story. It's something quite different, Yep, I think. And they don't shy away from the point of the film. Like Ed Harris opens the film by telling us the point of the film, which was the point of making The Truman Show. Yeah. People are bored with normal TV. So Ed Harris basically comes on the screen at the start of the movie and says, if you keep going with this reality TV bullshit, this is what's going to happen, which is the whole point of The Truman Show movie. Um, And I did like that it wasn't just the the show. Like we had Ed TV at a similar time, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Although in that one, Ed signed up for it. Yeah, and also was less likeable. Yeah, but I think um, this one was good in that it went layers Mm -hmm. of Truman has no idea, there are actors in his life, there are people for and against the show, Yep, but it's got huge fans uh, and Ed Harris is a genius or a torturer. Yes. Depending on who you ask. The, The fact that... We know it's a show from the start as an audience is really good in that it makes it about Truman within the show rather than it is a show. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yep. it really highlights that Truman is the one thing that is like jury duty that we've recommended, yeah. not an actor um, within this whole thing. Yes. So he's about to turn 30, mm-hmm. is Truman Burbank, uh, and... That's where we pick up the story. And one, there's a storytelling device that I quite like and is quite talked about a lot where you start the story in a normal setting and then something goes wrong. And that happens quite early in the yes in the movie, the, the light, light falls. Yeah. Um, and then he starts to get sus on some things. We see the bin camera and the ring camera really early on. So we as an audience know that these things are very obvious when we know, mm. but we're seeing that Truman doesn't know. Yes. Um, the bin is ridiculously obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah. there are some cameras that are ridiculously obvious. Yes. Um, but there are some that are obviously quite well done. Yeah, the ring, it's a very big ring. Yeah. For a man in 1998 to wear. Mm. Yeah. But, so Truman. I, yeah, and so, you know... Spencer, is that his name? The next door neighbour with the dog. Yeah. Um, don't Takes know. He's been out every morning. Yeah. <laughs> and holds it above his, like, yep. ab- on his shoulder. My favourite one of those is the twins. Yeah, they push him up push against, him against the a billboard ad. every morning. Yeah. Uh, and it's always for something different. Yeah. And, and my other favourite one that's the ad thing is the friend Marlon. He always walks and holds the beer like label front. Yeah, yeah. And walks <laughs> when he comes to the house, the beer comes in yeah. about three seconds before yeah. he does. Yeah. And he's always got a six pack in his hand. Um and it's very clever as well to make him a vending machine stockist. 
Yes. Because I'm sure over the over the years, mm. it gave them plenty of opportunity to just be like, Snickers, Mars, Baby Ruth, like to just go here, here, add, add, add. Yeah. And for the corporate side of it to sell that space. Yeah. So all of that is very clever and it's all subtly done, but also we're told about it. Yeah, I like the start is like, um, you know, whatever her real name is, as Meryl. Yeah. So it's like yeah. talking about the show as a, as a show, but it doesn't like the credits of a movie. Yeah, and it, I think it even says, doesn't it even say Laura Linney as Meryl? Not at the, the very start credits. No, I think the very start says whatever her... Actor name is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. As Meryl Burbank. She's very good. Again, I'll say that. The it's it's I I like it because it's a very subtly told story. Long-time listeners to the podcast will know that I don't like it being obvious. Yes. But then there's a shift in the way it's done mm. in that the more Truman starts to realize something's not right, the more obvious all of those things become. Yeah, yeah. Like the more obvious Meryl gets with the placement, the more, you know, when he first starts to get to get a bit sus, she's like, we should get one of those new elk rotaries and then looks at the camera. Yeah. Whereas the first kind of bit of sailing she does isn't that obvious when she comes home from the grocery. With the, with the slicer dicer the slicer and peeler. dicer thing. And yeah. then when he's fully losing it, she just falls back on, get you some new Mococo drink. <laughs> And then he cracks it. Who are you talking to? Um, so, yeah, once the light falls, it it balances showing us the things that are going wrong with us getting to know Truman. Yeah. So we have to get to know Truman or we don't feel sorry for him later yeah. When Ed Harris talks about, well, we had to kill his father yeah. so that he would stay on the island. I think what a good thing they did well was like um, when he's on the, maybe on the beach, thinking about his dad. Yeah. And then they put like in the TV show, like a previously on the Truman Show yeah, yeah. and put in like what happened. Yeah. So it's almost like that's what he's thinking of. But then the TV show is reminding viewers, but then also... Showing us, us as an audience yeah. of the movie. Yeah. 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 They do that well. We, so there's the couple of problems. There's kind of two layers of problems. The problem with the show, the show is starting to fall apart mm -hmm. because literally, like yeah. the light yeah, the falls light. down, yeah, yeah, yeah. the radio goes yes. bung, but then also the actors the, within. The rain. Yeah, the rain's <laughs> fucked. The, so there's three little things, as well as Meryl starting to lose it, mm. that show that the show is falling apart after 30 years. But then, and then that comes with Truman's, he's falling apart because of the things around him that are going wrong. But then as well as that conflict within the story is the conflicts of his past love. Yes. Of the woman that he's trying to put together, which in any other movie is incredibly creepy. Robin still Williams, in this. Robin Williams does it in one hour photo and it's a horror movie. <laughs> this is still a bit creepy. It is a bit creepy, but it's love. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I like that there's 
the the layers of the conflict and the issues and the things that are going wrong. Mm. And we get another flashback of remembering back to the college days. Yes. And I like that the Truman Bar, the bar woman tells the other one, stop watching. We've already got this on the greatest hits. Yes, very good. <laughs> I like that. I laughed at that line. Um, and that- And she can't, the, the, the boss comes over. It's like, we've already got on the greatest hits. And the other bar just to go, can I borrow that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, and that's kind of the point of the movie where you start to see the other people- that are watching. Yeah. The goggle boxes. Yeah. The Truman Bar, the guy in the bath, Hitchcock from Brooklyn Nine Nine as the security guard. Yeah. Um, is that the same is it is it actually him? Yeah, it's actually him. Right. And um the two old two ladies. Two old ladies, Asian family. Yes. Yep. Um and what was very interesting that the college love that was very against it watched every minute of it. Cause she loved him. No, so she still wanted to watch him. She wanted it to end, yeah. but she still watched How will it end? She needed to know is, how it ended. Which is a very good comment, I think, as well, that she's totally against it, but she's watching all of it. Because which is a comment, I think, on media as well. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. also like any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Like I have listened, started listening to a um, podcast of queer authors mm. and they're like, well, I hope my book gets banned in Florida yeah. because, <laughs> because yes. then people will talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's almost that kind of thing. It's interesting to see all of the things that they put in place to keep him on the island mm. from the fully manipulative, we're going to kill your father, yeah. to the not as subtle posters of a plane getting struck by lightning. Oh, in this the could travel happen agent. to you. Yeah. This could happen to you. Um, but he still wants to move to Fiji. Yep. Because this is nominated. Oh, this I'm going to say is it's a hard one, but my worst line is, we're moving to Fiji when the dad oh. takes the college girl away. Right. I, that, I, I didn't. I we'll might a bit nomination for that same bit later on, though. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the worst line bit coming up. She does come in with how it's going to end, Yeah, the, the college love, and that presents the external conflict that is coming to the show of people protesting. Mm-hmm. So there's many layers of conflict for the story, which I think is good, and it's not, it's not like it's just a little badge. Yeah. It's not then Ed Harris straight away talking or we don't get a shot of a protest happening outside the studio or something like that. Yeah. It's a little subtle. Even though I'm sure there would have been. Mention at the start. Um, oh, that's a little extra thing that I'm going to mention later about my nomination for worst extra. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I liked Mount Rushmore. <laughs> It's, yeah. like, it's clearly like a little plaster. It's clearly not Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore that's yeah. in the background. But then I got to thinking, why does he need to know those things? Like, why does he need to know what? If you raised him from a baby, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't need to know actual. He doesn't need to know world history. Is a world. Yeah, because he could just like you could raise that baby to be like there is only a hundred people. Full stop. 
So you would change his education based on the fact that life is but he's not, Sea Haven. He's been educated within Sea Haven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could just be like, this is it. It's a pretty short syllabus. Or like a cult, basically. <laughs> but lucky he just wanted There's to nothing go. nothing outside of these walls. Lucky he just wanted to go into insurance. Like he didn't go to yeah. thing and then college and then become like a professional athlete. But also it like. It would have obviously changed, manipulated that. Or they would have made him do his ACL and so, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I I feel like they could have done the manipulation more. Like if you think about some of these people that are raised in cults, yes, they're like there's only two hundred people in the world, and we're self sufficient, and we don't need to go on past this wall because they're just told that you know there's dinosaurs out there that are going to eat them or something, and they're because mm. they're raised that way. That's it. Or like the, there are undiscovered, I don't want to say this in a way that could get me cancelled. Yes, okay. There could be undiscovered tribes in places, right? But apparently there's islands of, of Fiji that, that no one's no, ever been to, ever right? Been so to. there could be a hundred people on that island yeah. that have no idea there is a world. You could have raised okay. Truman like that. Yes, but does that then limit certain things? I think... It limits the watchability for the people. Yeah. Because they want to see Truman is like them. Then you can't have anything that from outside. Like if you think he's at home watching a movie. Oh, you can't have cocoa it, beans from the you can't have slopes of Mount Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't watch I Love Lucy because Lucy and Ricky don't live in Sea Haven. That's true. And you can't manipulate him with that coming home movie. Yeah. Which is like, don't travel. Yeah. There's little subtle things in there as well, like he has to take vitamin D tablets because he doesn't get any actual sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to take vitamin Ds every um, day. Um, then the more the more he works out, the more they have to up the stakes of trying to keep him there. Like mm. he gets off the island and they're like, well, the nuclear plant blew up. Yeah. Back you go. <laughs> Suddenly there's a nuclear plant and there could be a fallout. Yeah. It could be the new Chernobyl starring Truman starring Burbank. Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm surprised more people don't call him by his name like that cop did at the nuclear plant. Yeah, especially given there are so many extras. And extras brought in to the point where someone didn't notice his dad coming back. Mm-hmm. That's a big error. Yeah. I don't know how he got in there. I don't know how... Or did he never leave? They would have taken him out. Yeah, because when you fire someone, you have to do an exit interview with yeah, HR. You, you box up your, their stuff on their desk and walk them out. Yeah, yeah. And you have to do HR kind of things at the end. Oh, and someone... someone bring I don't know Christmas if Christoph present. has HR. Seems pretty problematic. Yeah, Paul, Paul Giamatti <laughs> runs the HR. God help us all. Um, or the kid. Who Paul Giamatti was training that he calls the kid, who's about thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that guy being brought in in the Christmas present. Yeah, someone's going to be like, "What the fuck are you buying, Truman? That weighs ninety kilos." Yeah, this Weird. is not a bike. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bike, mate. Truman, it's a and a guy parachuted in from where? Like the yeah, guy that I don't parachuted know. in and said, "You're on TV." Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway. It's a very good movie. I don't want to pick on too many mistakes. Yeah. The 
But overall, the story is very well told in terms of being a drama and a comedy. Yes. In that there are funny bits. Jim Carrey is the right level of quirky Mm. without being the mask or the Riddler. Yeah. Or the cable guy. Or, or Liar, Ace Liar Or Ace Ventura. Yeah. Or Ace Ventura 2. Um, but also then without being Andy Kaufman when he played that for mm. Man on the Moon. He's a good kind of dramedy level. It was meant to be a lot darker, apparently. Yeah. Before several rewrites. Yeah, I did read that, actually, um, recently. So, the... Yeah, all of the all of the three kind of conflicts come to a head at the same point, I think, because he fully realizes that things are fucked and that something's wrong. Yeah, and he needs to get away. I I feel like she, the college love, is getting ready to do a big protest. Like she's getting posters and yep. she's starting to ring Christoph on Harry Shearer is great. Yeah. Um, as the fawning talk show host. Um, and so those two things are coming to a head. There's been more and more pressure put on Christoph from within the show and Truman, but also outside. Paul Giamatti's had enough yes. of working there, I reckon, which is another thing that's going wrong with the show after 30 years. So that all comes together. Yeah. Um, but the audience grows, and I love when they take it off the air when he goes missing, and then the book detective from Seinfeld comes in and says, put us back on the air, and Christoph's like, we're getting more ratings with this graphic than we have with anything on the show. Yeah. Because yeah. this is like the moment. But Christoph is convinced that he's going to stay after he almost kills him on the boat. Yes. But he doesn't. He keeps going. And he gets to the stairs. He gets to the wall. Iconic shot. He gets to the wall and then he gets to the stairs in the sky. Uh, and then Christoph talks to him like God mm. from the sun. And that's the one camera that Truman knows where it is. Yeah, it looks directly so at the sun. he talks to Christoph um, and still leaves. Yep. And we all cheer, even the guy in the bath. Even the guy in the bath. And then the great ending is the security guards are just like, oh, what's on now? Yeah. What else Where's is the on? TV guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is such a great ending. Yeah. Because it really drives home that point of like, you people will watch anything. Yes. You just need to and be watching And that's all they've watched. Yeah. Like they watched nothing else. Yeah, for 30 years. They wouldn't even know that Cheers is on or something. Seinfeld's Not on cheers. NBC. Well, <coughs> they would never have watched Cheers. They would never have watched Cheers. Wow. Uh, and never have watched Seinfeld. Yeah. I noticed something. I, I um, with, there, was a, there was a lot of little things. Yep. Um, that, you, you know, you put in. And a lot of it is to stuff to do with the cameras. Because um, I said when I was watching it, you, you know, and he had the ring on. Yes. And then he went to work that day. Yep. And I was like... He's not wearing a ring. Oh. Like he wasn't, he he had his normal, he had like the small one on. Yep. And then he didn't have the big one on. The camera one. Yeah. And I'm like, was that their wedding ring? I don't think so. No. But then I think it's because he knew that was a, um, he worked he out it was a camera. He knew that was a camera. So he 
took it off so he could sneak away because then he had no camera on him. Oh, yeah. So if he had the ring on the whole time, then they could have gone, go to the ring camera, where is he? Um, Even though it took them ages. Maybe he took all his buttons off. Maybe it took, well, he, he was wearing just like a sweater thing. Yeah, so there wouldn't have been, yeah, you wouldn't have been button cameras. But lucky there was some very strong and resistant, water-resistant cameras on that boat that he chose. Yeah, and in all the buoys. Yep. Buoys. They're, they're very good cameras, obviously. Yeah, I think it, it, it'd be fun to direct rather than, because yeah. you, you can't just use normal cameras and you can't just shoot it like a normal shot. You have to go, we're putting a camera in a bin Yep, and we have to shoot it from this angle. Editing yep. nightmare, like kids. But like, it's all live. Um, what you call it? Um, I don't know fuck. what you're trying to say. Can, can, it's can, all live, can, so it doesn't can, matter about that's editing true. continuity. Continuity. Yeah. In terms but, of like you're shooting him, no, because you have to shoot having, like if I'm standing at you, looking yep. at you, yep. and you're using my button camera, it's pointing. At it my has chest. to be. The same, you know, has yeah. to line up the whole time. I think that's why they have 5,000 cameras. Yeah. So they can just pick and change and mm. thing as we go. I um, studied this at school. Oh, in year you nine, should have been talking about the story I, of it. I don't remember. In year nine, we could choose a, um, uh, you know, different electives of English. Yes. So me being a person that didn't want to read. Yep. Uh, went, oh, film studies, great. Great. So we did four movies. We did this, Gladiator, Shawshank Redemption. Good movies. And Breaking Morant. We have to do an Aussie one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, great. But still to this day, I watch Gladiator. I'm like, now see how they chose that camera angle to make yeah. him look smaller. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> That's what you do in film. If but- I was a filmmaker and not an author... I would be talking about that, but I'm yeah. an author, so I'm talking about the story. And the story works. There's lots of conflict, and like I said, the conflicts all climax at the same time. That's Simultaneous handy. climaxes are good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it has a good resolution. Yeah, and then I was like, because it's not long as well. No, 148. And I don't know if it needs to be longer. No. Because you could have done another 20 minutes of him running to um girl that couldn't decide what oh, accent she had. Oh, you could have had, had epilogue. Yeah. yeah, and then what happens to the actors and stuff like that. That's the Truman Show too. It went straight to video. That was Ed TV. Oh, no, sorry. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was uh, Jury Judy. Yeah. Great show. Watch it. I've recommended it to a lot of people and they yeah. watched it. So was I. Someone was like, I don't like it. I'm like, well, we can't We're be friends. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> Get some taste. <laughs> that was like my friend the other day. He was passing time and decided to watch The Big Bang Theory. That's not what you pass time with. You pass I'm, time with Will and Grace. Piss like, off. I understand that you're bored, but at least watch something good. Yeah. But he said, there's a lot of it. There is a lot of it, and it's easy just having white noise yeah. in the background. Yeah. You don't have to pay attention because it's the same story every episode. But also... He's a nerd. She's hot. Oh, what are we going to do? But also, you don't have to pay attention because you're told when to laugh because the crowd... The, yeah. Laugh track goes. So you just tune back in, laugh, and then move on with your life. Oh, no. We don't have a laugh track. No, we have a rim shot. Then you laugh, listeners. Laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
now you have you have studied it and now you've done some more study on the cultural and the cinematic impact of the Truman show. Yeah, not as much as I thought. Really. Yeah. I think it is quite a it's a kind of um iconic movie. Like it yeah. get referenced a lot because it is so um singular. Yes. Like there's not that many other movies like it except Ed TV, which was yeah, but Ed TV was just comedy. Ed TV is to Truman Show what Speed Two Cruise Control is to Titanic. <laughs> like it's just not up there on the same level. Like it was released around the same time. Ed TV's um, box office was thirty five point two million, and Truman Shows was two hundred sixty four. Okay, so what, is, what are their IMDb ratings? Oh God, who knows? I'll look it up. Truman Shows isn't that high. I I don't remember. Um, Speaking of IMDb ratings the other day, right? Yeah. I saw a TikTok that said Steve Carell's best movie performances. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think I've seen similar ones. And I have an issue with this because he is like a cameo in some movies that are rated 8.3. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That doesn't mean he's good. No. That means the movie I think I saw another one that was like someone's best. Best movies, and it was like a cameo. It was like literally one scene. Yeah, that's like saying, "Oh, Robin Williams' worst movie is The Night at the Museum 3. Like he was in a little bit of it, it's, and it was a terrible movie. It's, it's, it's RV, <laughs> <laughs> which we still haven't done, which we're not going to do. No. Um. So it got nominated for three Oscars, <clears throat> uh, for Best Supporting Actor for Ed Harris. Best Director for Peter Weir and Best Original Screenplay, which I think are all pretty good. Yeah. Didn't okay. win any of them because, no. I don't know, short, Saving Private, Shakespeare in Love. Well, I Shakespeare mean, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, IMDb ratings. Yeah. One of them got 6.1. The other one got 8.2. I can't believe EdTV got 8.2. Yeah. Uh, 6.1 out of 10, 44,000 ratings. That's not bad. On EdTV. Uh, and 1.1 million ratings, 8.2 on The Truman Show. That's three times as many ratings. Yeah. Its popularity has gone up to 324 recently, possibly Maybe because it's a reunion. Because we're, uh, um, we're reviewing it. Mm. People have heard that we're reviewing it. Yeah. Um, Andrew Nichol, you know what? I read, that mo- I read that name. I'm like, we've done another movie that he wrote. He wrote. Yeah. And it was Gattaca. Oh, uh, yeah. Similar vibes. Yeah. So he yep. was going to, it was, it was going to be much more of like a sci fi drama thriller kind of thing. Yep. Then um, they kind of, Peter Weir mainly, I think, was like, no, can we make it a bit lighter, please? Um, He actually pitched a sequel. Oh, really? This was the pitch. Oh, dear. There has been talk of doing a musical, believe it or not, of a, or a series. When it's a different art form, I don't think it takes anything away from the original. In my version of a series, I thought it would be fun if after Truman walked through the sky, <laughs> the audience clamoured for more, which you sense at the end of the film. I imagine there would be a network with multiple channels all starring a subject born on the show. If I said it in New York City, there would be a girl living on the Upper East Side, a boy from Harlem, a kid from Chinatown, etc. Since they 
are all on their own channel and move in their own circles, they are never meant to meet. But at the end of the first season, the boy from Harlem and the rich girl find themselves drawn to each other. They both sense that the other is acting differently from anyone they've ever met because for the first time they've met someone who is not acting. In the second season, the network would desperately try to kill off their romance. That's okay. I like the different circles and then they meet kind of thing. The issue is... uh, No, I was going to say, they're not meant to meet. But also, if they're not meant to meet, why would you all set it on Manhattan Island? Yeah. Like... Put one in LA, one in Manhattan, and shock horror, there are other countries in the world. Like in Instead heroes. Of going Manhattan, <laughs> Chinatown. What about an Asian country? Like here like yeah, <laughs> like heroes. Yeah. Hayden Panettiere is over here. Milo Ventimigli is up there. They're never meant to meet, but they do for some reason. Because they're drawn together as heroes. Yeah. I should watch that again. Or just the first season. Just the first season, because it does go to shit after that. Peter Weir, obviously great director. One Aussie. of a, one of Australia's Best. Director of Breaker Moran. Up there with no, Baz. Not, I don't know if he's. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was director of Dead Poets Society. That's the one. Speaking of Robin Williams. The Way Back. Master and Commander. Master and Commander. This That's his known fall. Master and Commander, The Way Back, Witness, and Dead Poets Society. So not the Truman Show. Uh, not in his top four, no. Interesting. He has got, I think, four Best Director nominations, probably for this Dead Poet Society, Witness, and Master and Commander. He hasn't I done believe. anything since the way back in 2010. What happened to Petey? He weird um, off. Hang on, let me make sure he didn't die. Yeah, true. Um, no, he's not dead. Good. <laughs> what happened? We can oh, leave that. In. We can leave that in now. He, Don't need to he edit died that out. In 2011. Um, Cultural impact. Other than look, its quotability. Other than Ed TV. True, and its quotability. Um, you know. There's a thing, there's a, a South Park, not South Park, Family Guy, American Dad, Boy Meets World. Yes. Probably the Simpsons, yep. chuck it in there. Joe Gold, a psychiatrist at the Bellevue Hospital Centre, revealed that by 2008 he had met five patients with schizophrenia and had heard move of another to, 12. Move them to Fiji? Yeah. <laughs> who believed their lives were reality TV shows. Gold named the syndrome the Truman Show delusion. Yes, I've heard of that. After the film, it attributed the delusion to a world that had become hungry for publicity. I don't know if this kind of then influenced Big Brother or if that was well, more of a 1984 influence. Well, Big Brother, yeah, started in 2000. Right. That's what I was thinking. I think... It helped. Yeah, I think it's hard to know exactly... When kind of reality TV took off? Yeah. It Okay, so this is just from Wikipedia. Reality television emerged as a distinct genre in the early 1990s with shows such as The Real World. Yes. Then achieved prominence in the early 2000s with the success of the series Survivor, mm. Idols, and Big Brother, all of which became global franchises. Yes. So I, yeah, I don't know... What came first, but I probably things like the real world, yeah, led led to Big Brother. The writing of the Truman Show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay and okay. then yep. that probably added to the idea of Big Brother 
Yes. And those reality TV shows. They're probably watching going, fuck yeah, people will watch anything. Do you reckon that there was a Truman Show up late? <laughs> well, no, the guys, the security guards, they're like, now nah, they always like... Go to the window with the curtain. The window. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like they did with bloody Timothy Chalamet and um, what's his name? Oh, he's been cancelled, um, so I can't remember his name. It did go through several rewrites. Um, yep. It was originally meant to be set in New York. Um, and Brian De Palma was going to direct it. Okay. Before um, Stephen yep. Weir. Peter Weir signed up. And he they were lucky. They were happy with that because he made the film for $20 million less than the original estimate. So Pete's cheap. Um, Aussies. Yeah. Dennis Hopper was originally cast in Christoph. Okay. After he left, he left during filming for quote creative differences. Oh uh, yeah. And then they were just like, "Hey Ed, what are you doing?" Well, he likes Ed. He cast Ed in The Way Back mm. as well. Um, so he obviously likes Ed Harris. And then, do you know what movie Dennis Hopper was in the year later? Speed Two. Ed TV. Control. Oh. He died at the end of Speed. He's not in Speed 2. Spoiler. Sorry, everybody. Oh, I don't know. Speed 2 is that ridiculous that he could have come back. True. His head got knocked off. Anyway. Hey, um, so did Mads Mikkelsen's in bloody Indiana Jones 5. On a train as well. Yes. Um, And it could be some, say, credited as a breakthrough role for Laura Linney. Yeah. Because she'd done minor things before, but this was her first major thing. And also, yes, it's not cultural impact, but I found this. It was funny. She, Jim Carrey usually got paid $20 million for the, for each movie, Ooh, right? That's huge. But he was like, I'll just do this for 12. Oh, what a bargain. Great. And I bet uh, Laura Linney did it for 120000 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a turning point, I think, in... Jim Carrey's career too. It was very much a transition to dramatic roles, of which he did, what, like two more? Yeah, well, he did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, he did The Man, and Man on, on the Moon. moon. Um, and you kind of, Kind of since then, he's done... <coughs> Dumb and Dumber var- 2. Various roles. Like, I feel it's, it's more varied since then. Christmas Carol. But also, he's become just a bit of a guy... He doesn't act much anymore, probably because yeah. he was getting $20 million well, for shit movies to. in the 90s. So, looking from the Truman Show, right, onwards, which we actually, he's done a lot of movies He's done then. a lot. Truman Show, yeah. um, Man on the Moon, Me, Myself and Irene is him normal. The Grinch is one of his iconic roles. Bruce Almighty. Oh, me, Myself and Irene, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. A series of unfortunate events. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and the series of unfortunate events, the video game. Oh, good. Fun with Dick and Jane. The number oh, 23 is a horror. Bruce Hort, Almighty, Hort did you say? Here's a Who, yeah. Um, a Christmas Carol, I Love You, Philip Morris. Yes, man. Um, yada, Mr. Yada, Popper's yada. Penguins. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. He's made a shite load of movies, but I think there was at one point he kind of was like, I've had enough of being a celebrity. But and then he had a partner, like a fiancé wife that died suddenly oh, or really? something. So he was like, I'm, I'm done. But then has made Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And Sonic the Hedgehog too. 
<laughs> so he's made. Well, do you know who else is in that? And Dumber Dumber Two. James Marsden. <laughs> jury duty reference for those that haven't listened. Uh, well, I I think that that shows jury duty also shows the iconicness of the Truman Show. Is when we've tried to explain jury duty to people. Yeah, we're like it's like the Truman Show. Yeah. In yeah. this one guy is not an actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and James Marsden is playing James Marsden. I will say this movie, I it's my favourite Jim Carrey movie, which is Slim Pickens. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I do like him in this. I, I think he's very well cast. Uh, yeah, he's very good in this. And I do like him as the Riddler. But apparently okay. Tommy Lee Jones hated working with him. I could imagine because I feel Tommy Lee Jones is like, this is the script, let's go. And Jim Carrey's like, there's a script. Jim Carrey's like, fuck you, I'm Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey, I think, is one of the better things in Batman uh, in Batman Forever. Yes. Um, it's not that, great. And Val Kilmer's nipples. <laughs> um, no, that was more Batman and Robin, wasn't it? I love that Val Kilmer, when he ta- he's asked about Batman... He's just like, they asked me to play Batman. I didn't read a script. No. I just said Why yes. Why would you? Yeah. Here's, here's millions of dollars to play Batman. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah. Do you reckon Ezra Miller read the script to, script to Flash? No, he was in prison. He read his legal contract. <laughs> <laughs> he read his court order. Yeah. Um, he, um, I don't think he probably even did, to be honest. No. Do you reckon Ezra Miller read his court order? No. 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 Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> Very off topic. Uh, and allegedly to anything that allegedly, legal, the legal whatever. department might come on to. Shall we give some awards? Yes, I think we shall. Okay. Shall we do extras first? Yeah. Okay. Can the... I just say it was pretty hard? I said while I was watching yeah. it that yeah. it was like, because the, the extras playing extras. Yeah. So when shit goes wrong. Because sometimes when we're like, that's a bad extra because there's something happens and they people don't react. Don't react. Yep. They're not meant to. And that's one of the things that Truman cottons onto. Yeah, when he was like... When he's like, did anything happen? Yeah. No. And he's like, yeah, no, they're not meant to. So, yeah, I found that quite hard. So I, I almost had two kind of nominations Yeah. from within the world and external. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do best or worst first? Let's do best. The Estelle Reiner Best best, Extra Award. So, I am nominating from the outside world Mm -hmm. the guy in the bath. He's not an extra. He's got like two too much. Now I well, he's the best extra for me. (laughs) Is that the only one? That I um I think so. Let me keep good looking through my list. I have um guy on ladder he hits with his briefcase. You know he does and he goes through and there's a guy oh, on yeah, a ladder yeah. changing something and he just whacks him in the ass with a suitcase, he just yep. doesn't move. Yeah. So I thought that was a good not reacting. Yes. Um I also had um you know, he goes to the hospital to vi- to visit. Yeah, Laura Linney. And then he's going down the hallway and there's just like a bunch of people on wheelchairs trying to stop him. <laughs> they wheel straight at him. <laughs> yep. That's a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know about 
best extras. And then I wrote, do you know, and then he, Christoph's having his weird creepy moment where he's like stroking the screen as Truman's sleeping. Yeah. Everybody's gone home except the guy playing the piano. <laughs> like he, yeah. he has to play piano all night. Like, live. That's, yeah. that's a note that I wrote. Like that's a hectic job to play the music yeah. live. So I thought he was good. Yeah. Um, it's a minor role. It's not an extra, but Harry Shearer is great. He is very good. He's beyond and I was extra. like, I was like, it's Harry Shearer. And mum's like, I watched it with mum. And mum was like, who's that? I'm like, oh, he voices like half the Simpsons. No, but he's also like in every Christopher Guest movie. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Is it a good extra? So um, Detective Bookman from the New York Public Library yeah. in that episode of Seinfeld yeah. plays Christoph's boss. Yes. He has all the lines. And the other guy that walks around with nothing. him has no lines. No. So I'm nominating him. For best extra. For best oh, extra. I, just, <laughs> I was so shocked. I just, just shocked the microphone. Yeah, because he could easily have been like, give me a fucking line. Yeah, yeah. But he still, and he acts well Yeah. for a lot of screen He's time. He's like Peter Weir's nephew. A lot of like very close screen time too. Mm. Like, he's not back here. He's next to Detective Bookman and Christoph. Yeah. Um, I hope our listeners have watched Seinfeld. <laughs> that is no. one of the most iconic moments. That's, that's one mom, of the best. That's what mum said as well. One of the best <laughs> moments from uh, Popped up and said, oh, it's Mr. Bookman. Seinfeld. Like, Detective too Bookman. Much Seinfeld. Um, so, Tropic yeah. of Capricorn? Tropic of Cancer. Is that the book? Tropic of Cancer, yeah. <laughs> Can't stand you. Can't stand um, Sorry, so the, off track again. The best extra I've said the guy in the bath, and I've said uh, Detective Bookman's offsider. And you're saying I say guy pe- with wheelchair. With I'm going to go. I'm going to narrow it down. Wheelchair with team. Wheelchair team, and guy on the ladder that gets hit. Um, oh, that's a tough one. What do you think? I I'm leaning towards the wheelchairs. Yeah, okay. Because they're to the trying really hard. <laughs> they're just like, quick, cut him off. Yep, yep. All right. Wheelchairs. Let Wheelchairs. me write that down so we can put that scene on TikTok. I'm also going to find um, the Bookman scene to put on TikTok. Right. At, at two out of three brothers on TikTok on our socials. So wheelchair is the best extra. All right. Worst extra. From within. Mine are all within. <clears throat> okay. The guy that sells him the ticket for the ferry that then watches him the whole time he walks to the ferry. I'm not sure that's what Ed Harris would want him to do. Yeah. Um, From without, there is a guy in the bar that not at the very last cheer, Mm. when they go off air and everyone in the bar reacts, he's looking around. To see how everyone else reacts. Right. There was another person in the bar that I was like, you know, they're all like, Whoa, and everybody's reacting. It's like, yay, and they're all hugging. And I, there was like, a, I don't, maybe it was the same person. I don't know. I think it was a woman though. Oh, she was crying? No, she was like, she didn't have anybody to hug. And she was just like, <laughs> she looked to her left, she looked to her right, and she's just like, oh, oh, yeah, yay. Yeah. No, this was a, a middle-aged businessman. Right. Um, who's just looking around to be like, how do we react to this? Mm. What's everyone else doing? So that's uh, another one from outside. I have... I have another two from within. Oh, gosh. I have... I wrote, guy he runs into with paper after seeing dad. So he sees his dad. Yep. And then 
he's like running away and he runs into full pelt into a guy and then it like paper Thro- goes everywhere. Throws the papers. And the paper the guy just like keeps walking. <laughs> which I don't know if it's good or bad again. Um then there was at one point um uh he nearly runs over a woman with a pram in- with his car. Yep. And there's a police officer not too far away. Who does nothing. Does nothing. Well, like the bus driver, who's also the ferry driver. Yeah, he's probably not a policeman. He's not a policeman. (laughs) And that's what, at the end, when they try to get the ferry to go and he can't drive the ferry. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm used to driving a bus. And I turn to Shane, I'm like, but he can't even drive a bus. He couldn't even drive a bus. (laughs) I reckon I could drive a bus. Like, I think if you can drive a manual car. I could start a bus. I couldn't turn it. a corner. I'd stall it a couple of times getting it going. Yeah, I could but go I explode the in engine. a straight line and around soft turn. Couldn't do a hard turn. Yeah, I'd have to go in the other two lanes of traffic. Yeah, which you're a bus. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That's, you've got a big giveaway. I also you. had, you know, when they, um, the officers go to Truman's house to, to do something. There's two police oh, officers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's one. Yeah, there's one that kind of talks like, just, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yep. This is a warning. And the other one is just like in the background doing nothing, looking in. And then He's it's just like. look into Truman's house. Yeah. Yep. My worst extra, and I think this is my favorite one. There's clearly nothing behind the lifts. Right. Yes. And Truman is there. Yeah. But this woman goes to the lift and presses the button for the door to open anyway. Yeah. Like she shouldn't have done that. Well, why would you have anybody in the building? Oh, because it has to look like it's a real it has building. To look like people are going in and out of the building, yeah, and yeah, in and yeah. out of the lifts to go up. Yeah, but they're not going anywhere. But why would she? I do like her reaction when she turns back around to be just like, "Don't notice it. Don't notice it. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look." But why would you go to the lift? Because, and this is one of the issues of the show that comes into the story. Yeah, is they're so pre-programmed. Yes, and that comes up when they're like. Is everyone at first positions mm. when he makes the sun come up early and stuff? Because there is another extra that I was almost going to nominate, but I thought it was part of the thing, so I'll give him a pass, where it's just like um, he, the guy's like waiting and he's like looking at his watch and then goes, and then <laughs> goes, walk, yeah. and then walks. So it's I was like, mark. that's kind of to show you have to, you're on the yes. second. So we've got I'm the, tempted the to- ticket guy that watches him, the woman that goes to the lift, the guy in the bar that doesn't know how to react. I think the I want to go with the guy in the bar that doesn't know how to react. So that we can give it to someone from without. Yeah, but also because that's bad extraing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the the other two are kind of more part with the story. Yeah. That's Whereas their... mine aren't that bad. I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> like, to be the, honest, uh, I was struggling. I did like the cop that was trying to look, but I think that was part of the story as well. Yeah. I um. Yeah, it was good. That's the Andy Millman Andy Worst, Millman extra, worst award. extra Award. Now, we have the Worst Line, the Halle Berry X-Men mm. Worst Line Award. Again, hard. Hard. It's a very well-written movie. I've got... We're moving to Fiji. I've got that bit where they go and she's like, oh, she's got schizophrenia. Yeah, that like whole that bit. Whole move, that whole scene. We've tried everything. Shock therapy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like... Okay, settle down. And then Truman's like, I'll come and find you. And he's like, oh, I'm moving to Fiji. Yeah. Obviously not scripted. Yeah. From from Christoph's end. Um, I Pity also... he couldn't come up with a um, made-up place. Yeah. Because then he'd never keep looking. 
Like, or he'd keep looking but never find anything. I was going to say like Guam because I watched an episode of The Good Place today. Um, or I was <laughs> no, playing. No, I was. There's an episode of The Good Place. Yeah, where it's a flashback and the mum is talking to the young Eleanor, and she's yes. like something, 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 and Guam is not a real place. Or Maybe like I was playing yeah. the game Red Dead Redemption. Yes, and they end up in a, an island off Cuba named Guama. All right, so worst line, we've got that whole bit, shock therapy, schizophrenia, we're moving to Fiji. I wrote, that's a weird cat, my man. Yeah. Somebody said that about Truman. Yeah. I wrote, um, no, uh, why is he going to Chicago? And then one of the people in the bar goes, no, his dentist was from Pensacola. Yeah. (laughs) His dad was from Des Moines or something. His dentist was from Pensacola. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? I wrote, how can he sail? He's in insurance. I wrote that too. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's it then. Then How can he sail? He's in insurance. (laughs) Whereas the real question is, how does he know how to sail? He's never been in the water. He has once. Yeah. And it did not end well. And the only time he's sailed a boat, his dad died. Yeah. But he knows that his dad didn't really die. Yeah. Was he buy- and he wasn't buying sailing magazines. No. He was buying Dog Fancy. Yeah, they only no, sold everybody the, else was Dog they Fancy. They sold the newspaper, Dog Fancy, and Fashion Mags. Well, Dog Fancy was clearly an ad. Clearly, yeah, a uh, sponsor. Yeah. Okay. okay. The, How about your cryingest moment? The cryingest moment was when I everyone guess. cheered at the end. Everyone cheered at the end? When he left? When he, he stepped when he out left? and everyone yeah. cheered. Okay, good. Yeah. That's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man meme, most cryingest moment. No, um, Dad Reunion? No, nah, because I remember that bit. Yeah, okay. And I was thinking about how they're directing it more than actually being in the moment. Oh, with the whole earpiece thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man meme, most cryingest moment. The most iconic scene, the I'm your father most iconic scene mm. There's a couple, him standing on the doorstep saying good, good after- afternoon, yep. good evening, and good night. I read night. that as well. Uh, that is up there. What else did you have? I had when he kind of works it out and then he's in the street and he stops traffic and like stops the bus. Oh, and he puts the hand out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the music goes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I had the mirror scene where he does the spaceman. Yes. That Because that's on one of the posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then, that's it. Um, the end. Him... The, the shot. The shot of him up the stairs. I like and, doing most iconic shot. Yeah. The iconic shot is him standing on the sky stairs. And as Peter Weir said, when he walks through the sky. Yeah, when he walks <laughs> through the sky. Yeah. Which, and I think it has to go to that one. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think the most iconic shot is the sky stairs. The Which most is, iconic yeah. scene. So, spoilers, <laughs> him leaving Spoiler. is the most iconic. He leaves. But as I said at the start, if you haven't watched it and you don't watch movies, click the link in the episode description for two out of three recommend. Yes. Um, I, in terms of things you'd change, yes. there is a bit of ethical issues, right? Yeah. But I think that's what kind of makes it- Psychological manipulation. And prostitution. Yeah. If you're Laura Linney. Yes. Um, that I don't know, but you can't, you can't, you can't make this movie without that being part of the movie. So yeah. you wouldn't change yeah. it as much because it, it's, they are problematic things, but that's part of the movie. 
is that it is the part part of unethical. the movie is that it is problematic. Yeah, that the, the show is problematic. Yeah, the movie is not problematic. Although it no. could have been, more it could diverse. have been a bit more diverse. Yeah. Like you know, they kicked all the gays out of Sea Haven. We only meet about six people for reals. They, I'm sure there were gays. Yeah, but you don't see many people of color. No, that's true. Except the bus slash boat driver and the cop. Yeah, which. When they often talk about people of colour in movies, they're often in those kind of yeah. roles. The other thing I think I would write differently, like, you know, when they're doing the Harry Shearer interview yeah, and like, oh, you know, what's next for Truman? They're like, oh, well, Meryl's going to leave him and there's going to be a new girl on the scene. I'm like, ah, spoiler. What are you doing, yeah, mate? Yeah. <laughs> but then he says, I'm still determined to have the first on-air conception. Yeah, I was like, like oh. oh. It's like The Sims. That inspired Love Island, if we're talking yeah, about well, rea- yeah. reality TV. Inspired The Sims 4, where you can make your Sims have sex. <laughs> yes. But you don't see it. They just go under the covers and they bounce around. It goes, pew, 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 fireworks. It's called woohoo. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day, um, and it was like a Tumblr conversation. It was like, if you put your baby in the pool, how long until it will drown? <laughs> and then someone wrote underneath, I have to read the title of the blog before I decide to reply because it was a Sims. Oh, it was a Sims thing. <laughs> it was a Sims thing. Um, I saw a meme the other day that was Sims related that, you know, sometimes life is going wrong in the Sims. Yes. And there was a woman at her computer. When they're standing there and they're... With their hands on their head. There was a woman at her computer... And there was a baby on the ground next to her that was on, on fire. fire. And it just said, sorry, sorry, baby, I'm buying Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, something Taylor Swift related that's enjoyable. Because <laughs> it's not a music. It's not a music I, or anything about it. I um, was standing next to a very full train on the way to the footy the other night, talking, sitting next to, standing next to, girls who had got Taylor Swift tickets. God, were they crying like and the person no, at my work? And with? they were like, um, oh, well, I got the set list from her show here. And this song goes here and this song goes here. Yeah. And I hope when she does this song that it's already dark by then. Because this is what the yes. song this is what the song's about. She, and it shouldn't be in the light. Go on TikTok, bitch. But also The whole show's been on snippets on TikTok. But also, she's Taylor Swift. She knows what she's doing. She knows when to do a set list. Yeah. He, uh, Here's a hint. The show finishes at nearly midnight and she finishes with midnight. Mm. She knows what she's doing. But then the other one was like, oh, I'm listening to the new version and I'm learning the lyrics, but I'm realising I didn't even know the lyrics to the first version. (laughs) Of Shake It Off. She spent $230 on a ticket, no doubt. Well, that's a bargain. Yep. Um, So that is The Truman Show. That is The Truman Show. Um. (laughs) Look, it is a very good movie. It's quite easy to watch. I don't know if yes. it's like it loses its um, effect Effect the more you watch it. Cause I, but I also think that I'm contradicting myself. There are little things that you notice each time you watch it. The major effect of like how's the it gonna impact end? of the show and how's it going to end, yeah. but also what are they doing to this guy, Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is lessened. But you do notice... 
like I noticed the cameras much earlier on this time than I did the last time I watched it. And I noticed, I don't think I noticed the vitamin D tablets the last time I watched no. it. So there's little things like that. Also, I noticed that the mother, even though she is a great actress. Holland Taylor. Yeah. yeah the woman that plays the mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I think it's a little bit on purpose, but the, the majors sometimes aren't great actors. Yeah, like I think Laura Linney, the mum, and the friend. Where she went over there when he was like, "I saw Dad today." Yeah, and she was like making up a thing, and she was kind of like looking at the camera a yeah. bit yeah. sus. I I liked that yeah. because it's kind of like you know when you cast like Daniel Radcliffe at eleven, you don't know if he's going to be good. No, like when you cast Truman's mother. Yeah. She's she's 30. she might not be an actor. Yeah, she's yeah. got to keep that role for thirty years. Yeah, that's huge. So I like that. It's a little bit makes it a little bit more real. Mm. So I notice things like that. The the more you watch it, um, but the major impacts yeah are lessened. But it's very good, and you can see why it's kind of studied in different yeah. Yeah. courses and stuff. So. And the further away from it we get, the more we can look at it in terms of the context of when it was made. Yeah, like the reality TV and the TV discussion that we've had. It's it's Black Mirror esque. Like yeah. you know, it's like an episode yeah. of Black Mirror. Yeah, really. I haven't watched, I haven't watched Joan is awful yet though. Oh, which I should. So you didn't like my recommendation. I haven't watched it yet. I can't tell you if I like your recommendation. I thought, I thought you had to do what I recommended. No, no, it's a recommendation. <laughs> and if anybody knows me. If you tell me I have to watch something, yeah. it is the most surefire way to make sure that I don't watch it. Yeah. Which is why I will go to my grave having not seen a Hangover movie. Okay. Or probably an episode of Game of Thrones. But Lee, what do you have to watch for next week? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, we do both recommend The Truman Show. Yes. Uh, and for next week, would you would we like to tell our listeners what they... What we have are watching watch. next week? Yeah, they have to watch it. Okay, we're sticking with the anniversaries. Yep. Uh, so we have just done the Truman Show. We are going back thirty years. Uh oh. And it's kind of appropriate uh, because it is Free Willy. Oh, okay. It's kind of relevant to the number of yachts that are getting destroyed by killer whales oh. <laughs> at the moment. Ooh. So Free Willy is exacting his. Uh, Descendants are exacting their revenge 30 years later and the rich. Mm, probably haven't watched it for about 25, 30 years. So let's see how well this has aged. I feel like we watched that at... Was that on one of the music camps? Might have been. No, this, I don't no? remember Free Willy. I remember Atlantis, Daredevil, Napoleon Dynamite, Scary <laughs> Movie 3. <laughs> don't remember Free Willy, though. Okay. Or maybe it was one of the ones for when we got older. And Coyote Ugly, that was one as well. Oh, yeah. For so that's about old. all the ones we went to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. Um, so next week we are watching Free Willy. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you where you can stream it? Uh, Disney Plus, I'm going to assume. Yeah, it could be actually. Uh, Free Willy. Not Free Willy 2. Don't make that mistake, okay? Definitely not. Um, it is not available for free anywhere. So you can rent it uh, on Amazon or on Apple TV or all the usual places, but it's only 99 cents on Amazon, but I don't think it'll be in HD. Probably not. It was probably a 30-year-old movie, so... Um, so uh, 
it's going to cost you three bucks. Sorry. To watch Free Willy. Sorry, Sorry folks. Um, if you would like to spend an extra Unless you've free got the DVD. Yeah, that's true. Do we? No. I don't think I so. It. Or the VHS, more likely. <laughs> if uh, if you'd like to spend an extra three bucks, then mm. you can uh, get our support link in the yeah. episode description and so tip us three bucks so we can afford to watch Free Willy. Yeah, because there'll be more. And afford to buy some better Tennessee Drinks whiskey than Jack and Daniels. And some new maple syrup because that's out of date. Yeah, but <laughs> but we, it's like because honey doesn't go off. We smelt it, and in my mind, honey and maple syrup are basically the same thing. I also had golden syrup in the pantry, mm. um, so that could have been much sweeter. Right, but that's it for the Truman Show. Free Willie is next week. Make sure you hit subscribe. Uh, check out our other podcast, Two Out of Three Recommend, where we uh, recommend some things that are non-screen related. Yes. Okay. Sometimes. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Thank you, Brett. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcasts, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly.